<laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's been a while. Hey, yeah. Jeannie. Hi, Sage. How how are you doing on this All Hallows Eve? I don't feel like it's Halloween. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? No, it's it's definitely a sad one. <laughs> yeah, I was like driving to your house and saw no one on the road. Except I did see this one guy when I was like stopping at a corner, and he was like pogoing on his like pogo stick, but he was like in costume, and it was out of the corner of my eye. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna hit a kid or something like a mom. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, this is gonna go and. Really was he dressed up like a clown? No, he was uh, dressed up in like gray and white, just kind of like a weird. Like, genie, like, genie, I don't think. I don't think you saw uh, someone dress up for Halloween. I think you just saw a psycho. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you saw I think one. You saw a poker thing. Yeah, I think those are one of those like creepy clowns that oh. were terrorizing people four years ago. And like, great, fantastic. He's just up, up the block from me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Well, it, it's definitely a it's a sadder Halloween considering that it is Halloween on a Saturday during a full moon. Those are oh. all incredible spooky, spooky things. And yet we're stuck inside, spooked about COVID and the election next week. My family didn't buy uh, ha- Halloween candy this year either because we were like, let's just turn off the porch. Oh, <laughs> the poor freaking kids. <laughs> I think there's a very small fraction of kids who are trick-or-treating this year. That's probably good. Yeah. We won't have a COVID outbreak. But everyone deserves to have some less depressing spooks in their life. And so in the spirit of Halloween, Jeannie and I have decided to put on a little special episode of the podcast, and by special we mean an episode. <laughs> after a little, Very little after a little hiatus, yeah. Um, and Jeannie, you, you don't have to explain, but do you want to tell everybody what we're going to be doing for this episode? Okay, so we are going to, <laughs> as you munch on your uh, M&M. Oh yeah, they're really yeah, good. M&M. Mm-hmm. We are going to be ta- telling spooky, spooky, scary stories. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be go- going over some creepy pasta, some of the best and some of the fucking worst, yeah. both of the past few days and of all time. I feel like there's going to be a lot more bad than there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have faith in the random I anonymous know. writers on I the internet? No. <laughs> I wrote a couple and <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you really have to go through a few until you find something of quality. Um, for those of you who don't know, though, uh, creepypastas are basically just scary legends that are posted on the internet. Um, they first gained their popularity in like the late 2000s, I believe. Um, the, the word creepypasta actually like comes from the root word copy-paste, because it was just these creepy stories that anonymous people would like post on forums like 4chan. And then they would just get, like, reposted and reposted, and essentially nobody knows where most of them came from, like some of the oldest ones, mm. you know, because they've just been recopied so many times. Um, some of you might have heard of, like, Slenderman. I know, Jeannie, that's that's one of the few that you have heard that's of. That's, like, the only one that I've heard of, I mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah. Um, other ones include, I just remember some of these from, like, when I was younger, like, the rake was a scary creature that I remember hearing about as a kid. Never knew where it came from. Thought it was real. Some, like, 12-year-old probably wrote it. <laughs> um, and how, like, popular is Creepypasta, like, now? Because um, I've never heard of it until, like, today. Sure. I think what I can say is it's still around. Okay. I think people think it's kind of dumb nowadays. Maybe we should interview the kids outside as they're... <laughs> <laughs> like, what, to see if they've heard of it? Or yeah. <laughs> see if they've written any stories? Like, hey, kid, hey, kid, do you like candy? Answer this one question. <laughs> yeah, come inside, little yeah, little child. Take off your mask. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Um, yeah, so there's still a website called Creepypasta that like collects um, various random forums and you know worldwide chats. They'll collect scary stories, but in general, I think particularly after the infamous Slenderman stabbing, have you heard of that? Stabbing. Yeah, that event where there were like some teenage girls that ended up trying to sacrifice one of their friends to Slenderman because they believed in the legend so oh my much. Oh gosh, really? Yeah, this was in 2014. Um, made the news. Uh, made Creepypasta and Slenderman make the news. Wow. And I think after that, I don't know if they cracked down. I don't think anybody really cracked down, but I think that Creepypastas have lost a bit of their infamy. <laughs> how, how do you believe in a story like that much that you're like going to sacrifice and actually kill someone? Like, you must be like really stupid or like really afraid. Well, I think there were some like mental health issues I, going I on. That too, but what I can tell you is one, the girl did survive. Oh, wow. So she, everything was okay. But I think... <laughs> everything was okay. I think she got stabbed like 40 times. Though. Oh, my... She was okay? It was by like a 12... Two 12-year-old girls or something, though. So... But the moral of the story is just don't stab people. Yeah, I mean that, too. <laughs> In the name of Slenderman, it's a little bit better because it's a little oh, cooler. Okay, okay. No, no, no. You don't okay it, Jeannie. It's still not okay. <laughs> it's just a little cooler. Now I'm confused. Do you do it or you don't? <laughs> All right. Let's delve into some high-quality horror. This story is called Too Early to Trick or Treat, and it was written by Hoodquest. Hoodquest. Yeah, one of the most famous writers of our day. Is it ever too early to trick or treat? Like, there's, you know, Christmas in June or July, whatever that month one is. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to find out, Jeannie, because okay. sometimes it can be. Oh. I'm, I am in desperate need of help. If anyone reading this could please give me some insight, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm aware that some or most of you may be hardcore horror fans like myself, so it starts off pretty bad. <laughs> That's why I'm coming to you with a serious problem. Oh, wow. Dot, dot. Oh, another. <laughs> I've always been a fan of horror. I always enjoyed a good jump scare or a creepy feeling to keep me up. Nice. <laughs> However, what I have been going through for the past ten, ten years is something I cannot understand. I'm a 40-year-old man. Okay, we know that's not true. <laughs> I'm happily married, and I have three children who all go to different universities. That's expensive. <laughs> and equally unlikely. <laughs> Every year, my wife and I would get extremely excited around the fall season. The reason for that is particularly because we both love Halloween. We would always spend a good few grands on decorations and candy. Oh, wow, that's actually a lot of money. Wow. We were known as the go-to house in our neighborhood for scoring a motherload of delicious treats. However, as I mentioned, something strange occurred ten years ago. Why does he keep mentioning the ten years? <coughs> ten years. Um, <laughs> this is a ten years long story. One night, my wife and I were enjoying a little quality time together, nice, when we got an unexpected knock at the door. It's, it's Halloween. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it is, actually. Okay. <laughs> Let me get into it, though. <laughs> I answered it and was nearly knocked off my feet wow. from the sudden scare. When I opened the door, I was greeted by a large person in a yellow rabbit costume. Sounds like Halloween to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a mascot. At close examination, the costume was a little unsettling. The head of the costume contained massive cartoon eyes and ears that were quite long. That's what a costume is. Okay, <laughs> The whole costume was pretty See? impressive. I know, it is a costume. It looked like one of those full-body costumes you couldn't just find in a store. Most people don't buy their costumes <laughs> It was like one of those suits you would have to pay a pretty penny for online. Or I make... mean, they've spent a couple of grand on Halloween. 
The bunny held a small jack-o'-lantern bucket in his hands. He proceeded to hold it forward without saying a word. This is where the problem comes in. This happened in the early part of September, Jeannie. Oh. As you could imagine, we didn't have any candy to give to the poor fellow. I didn't want to be rude. I thought this could just have been a confused person. I mean, sure, I guess. There was no way it was a child. Tall guy. The person was huge. They had to have been at least six and a half feet. That's pretty tall. Yeah, that's like frightening. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a little bit too early for treats. Why don't you come back in October? We'll definitely have something for you then, I said. The bunny simply looked down in his empty bucket, turned his back, and skipped along down the street. Naturally, we found the situation quite bizarre. This wouldn't necessarily be a cry for help, though, if it ended there. The next time, Jeannie, <laughs> remember ten years, it was late in December. Oh, so now the title changes to Halloween Too Late or something like that. Because the title is something about too early, now it's too late. Oh, that's a good point. Snow was practically pelting down on town, on the town. That's when we received a knock at the door. Guess who it was? I answered, and I was greeted by the bunny-suited individual again. The suit looked visibly dirty, as if it hadn't been taken off in who knows how long. Ten years. (laughs) The funny thing is, this person never came back to my house on October 31st. Not a single time. Skipped frickin' Halloween. Yeah. I tried to be nice again and told the person there was no candy. I also told him he should probably find some shelter from the blizzard. (laughs) There was no way, though, I was letting him in my house. The next time, Jeannie, that it happened was in the middle of January. At this point, I was quite frankly getting a little bit irritated and uncomfortable. Just buy him some damn candy! (laughs) I know, I would have a piece of candy at the door. I even informed the local authorities of this guy. I could legally say he was harassing me and my house. All these years, the police never came up with anything. I let this go on for five years, Jeannie, before we decided to move. It's a while. One time, I even answered my door with a gun and threatened violence. Apparently, that didn't intimidate him in the slightest. After we moved about two miles on the other side of town, about, okay, whatever, we thought it was over. For a few months, nothing happened. Until one day, Jeannie, I got a knock at the door. Guess who it was? (laughs) I didn't think it would be him because everything seemed fine. We didn't have any problems for a while. However, when I answered, it was surely the costumed rabbit person again. His costume was filthy. (laughs) I could see large accumulations of dust and spider webs. I could even see little spiders crawling over his body. It was as if the costume was beginning to rot. Wow. Pretty spooky, right? I'm so scared. (laughs) No matter how many times I threatened violence or snapped on the guy, he would always come back. This is a cautionary tale, by the way. (laughs) This is what I need help with. Here, we're getting to the root. Okay. A few days ago, he came back. I was reluctant to answer the door. It had never worked before anyway. This time, when I answered, I could see splats of dried red substance along his mouth and torso. Ketchup, I'm sure, right? Yeah. I just wanted this encounter to be over with, so I reached into my pocket and handed him some peppermints. Surprisingly, he shook his head to say no. I mean, I wouldn't want those either. Yeah, peppermints? Yeah, are candy? <laughs> That's a sad candy. That's like the candy you get at the dentist. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit that I'm stupid. <laughs> Great. For the first time in ten years, I asked him the question I never thought to ask. What do you want? <laughs> assumed it was for Halloween all these times when he never showed up on Halloween. But never even offered him any candy. Yeah. 
His body went still for a few seconds. Then he extended his bucket towards me and gestured for me to look inside. I nearly vomited at the sight. <laughs> inside his bucket, there was a heart! <laughs> for my own conscience, I chose to believe it wasn't a human heart, but I have my doubts. <laughs> in an act of defense, I punched the bunny right in his face, and his soft cotton head went flying into my front lawn. <laughs> so yet more violence. <laughs> what I saw then has kept me up ever since. Genie under the mask... There was nothing. Oh my gosh. There was no person. It was just empty. I looked over in the yard at the discarded head. I swear for a split second, I saw the head blink. <laughs> the whole head, kapunk, <laughs> like a giant eyelid. Before I could even process what was happening, the body ran towards the head. It picked up its head and ran at an inhuman speed. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to deal with this. I could honestly use some help. I've gone to the police. I've gone to my kids. Everyone thinks my wife and I are crazy. I'm desperate for help. I'm desperate that the life of me and my wife are on the line. Why? Because this morning, something was written on my front door. See you on Halloween for the last time. Ooh. I'm taking that as a threat. We've already decided that we'll be leaving town for Halloween. I don't know if it will matter. What if he finds us like he did the first time? Why is it not, not he but it coming for us? What the hell even is it? If anyone has any solution or answers, please let me know. Halloween is quickly approaching. Um, so this guy might be dead right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're running out of time. And if a big yellow rabbit comes to your door on Halloween or any time, slam the door in its fucking face. Yeah. Hook, nice. Hood quest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What'd you think, Jeannie? Uh, it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't you weren't spooked. <laughs> I was not spooked. It's a rabbit. <laughs> but it had no, it had no, uh, oh, yeah, it had no, no head. Hit, it had no head. It was holding a heart, Jeannie. What did it want to do with it? I don't know. Did it I, want him you to, tell me. did it want him to eat it? You tell me. It was looking for a heart. Maybe it just wanted some love. Yeah, maybe it just wanted some love and that guy, like, always, like, slammed the door on the, on the bunny rabbit and was like, I have no candy, but then that's not what the rabbit wanted. He just wanted love. He just wanted love. <laughs> and he got punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now like five people have probably, and multiple like people it. have probably punched him tonight as well. Oh. Yeah. Boo-boo. Okay. Let's hear yours, Jeannie. Okay. It's up to you now. I gotta get it up. It's already like loaded, but... <laughs> okay. So this one is called Darkness in the Rearview Mirror. Mmm. Forgot to turn on the lights, I guess. In the summer of 2013, I found myself driving home alone on Highway 902 from a party. It was almost midnight, and needless to say, it was pitch black. As was usual at night, I was on edge. I had the radio off and could hear nothing but the muffled roar of tires on pavement and the dull hum of the engine. I stole a glance into the middle rear view mirror and saw nothing but darkness through the back window. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you driving home at night? Yeah. I know that I looked backward and saw nothing, I'm sure of it, just the seemingly endless blackness of the night. I remember it so clearly because not ten seconds later, a car passed me to the left, headlights on. I had one of those sudden adrenaline rushes like when you think you see a person outside your bedroom window when it's just a tree or when you s s start awake, stare awake at night, there's a typo, with the feeling of falling. Ten seconds earlier, nothing had been behind me. Suddenly, a car... I drove the rest of the way home, shrieking and knowing something was off. Wait, 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 wait. Suddenly a car appeared? I guess. Wait, is that it? 
No, 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 no. It keeps going. Keeps going. Because <laughs> right, right now what I got, right now what I got is a car pulled behind him and he freaked out. Yeah. And ran, ran home. Yeah. So the next morning, I found two seats, sets of scratches near the back of my van. One was on the left rear. One was on the right. The car was pretty old. They could have been there for months, but mm-hmm. that was the first time I distinctly remembered seeing them. In hindsight, there are two possibilities for what happened that night. Possibility number one. Mm, very logical. By some glitch in reality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Keep going. <laughs> or something paranormal. This other car had somehow appeared behind me within 10 seconds of me checking my mirror. Like some weird ghost clap or something. However, the second option is what makes my blood run cold whenever I consider it. <laughs> what, it was a car? <laughs> it didn't even occur to me until months after the fact, but it makes me dread driving alone at night even more. Possibility number two. The car was normal. It had <gasps> approached me from the rear and passed me to my left. However... Something large and wide and as black as the night had been clinging to the rear of my car, obscuring my view through the windows and leaving deep scratches on the sides. And I had inadvertently driven it home with me. That's it. That's the story. I don't... He saw nothing, so he made something out of nothing, literally. He's like, there's no... There's nothing... Oh, it's black in my rearview mirror. It must have been a black creepy creature. <laughs> it must have been a black rug creature with claws clinging. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it could have been Mothman. That seems like a Mothman kind of vibe. Wow. I or know nothing about Mothman. What if it was like ten vampire bats all like in a in a line? <laughs> <laughs> or what was it? What if it was? Okay, this this might sound a little crazy. What if it was a car that just like oh pulled God. out from a side street? It was a car? <laughs> I think I think it was Mothman, personally. Oh, okay, okay. That yeah. sounds more reasonable. You gotta look at Mothman, though, Gene. Sounds like this guy was just sleepy driving home, and then, like, he wasn't paying attention to the car behind him, and then he looked <laughs> really quickly and realized that a car had approached because he was going really slow, and then, like, went around him, and then he actually just thought that there were scratches on his doors that he's never noticed before. Like, that's... Mm. Like, I don't, I, he's making, this guy's making something up. <laughs> I'm, I'm envisioning him falling asleep at the wheel and, like, running into a couple of tree branches. Yeah. And then the car wakes him up. Yeah. It's like, oh, that creature. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are you ready for this one, Jeannie? Okay. This is a classic. Some people might have heard of this one before. It's called Game. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> one time, I bought a game. It was called game this sounds like an elementary story that you're like you're given as an assignment <laughs> right. i played it game. and there was static nothing but static so i burned it because it was haunted i mean it was haunted genie okay yeah. it did, it, there was just static so it was haunted but that night i saw static staring menacingly at me through my window what does that even now, I am one with static. Oh my god. Dun, no, dun, that's dun. It. That's it, Jeannie. <laughs> Jeannie, can this you... This is a poem. Ex- no, Jeannie, fucking explain that one for me. That is a monster tale right there. That is... A, this guy is, like, wrapped up in, like, drugs or something. <laughs> or, like, LSD. in middle school, like you said. <laughs> Just learning how to write. But, 
Yeah, he's the one with static. Um, I mean, he saw static staring at him through the windows. So that could have been like some sort of pedophile yeah. sort of deal. Okay, off topic, but so I went to China in my um, eighth grade year, mm-hmm. and we had to write poems, whatever. And there was like we had to write a poem about like the scenery we were looking at, and I was like over the assignments because we had like so much per day. Mm-hmm. So like my poem was literally like this is like I'm looking at a tree, <laughs> or like this is a tree and like. That is blank, uh-huh. and you are reading this or whatever. And then I have to show my teacher my homework and stuff, and he reads it. And he's like, he's like genu- genuinely like, wow, this is really deep. What? <laughs> you were just, tell- just telling him what you saw that day. I know. <laughs> I just like broke the third wall, and he's like, almost crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's probably the one who wrote this yeah. for story. <laughs> All right, Jeannie, you're up. <laughs> that was my entire day. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was lovely. Don't worry, I have a, I have a longer one. That's my next. favorite one so far, though. <laughs> yeah, this one's called Instant Messaging. Okay. I, I relate already. Okay. Yes. It all started on the 14th night of March, the night of my parents' 20th wedding anniversary. It was a wonderful sunny day, if memory serves. Surprisingly warm for... B- for before the beginning of spring, the beautiful weather was perfect for the atmosphere of the day. Being married for 20 years is obviously a momentous occasion. So my parents had booked a table at our favorite Italian restaurant. Oh, was it, um, was it Olive Garden? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> We're not spending much on, the, not spending much on this, nope. on you, honey, this year. <laughs> yeah. Of course this was a formal occasion, so I had my best suit on. I'm confused, though, because it says it was the night of my parents' 20th wedding anniversary, but uh-huh. the rest of the story makes it sound like it was his. Uh, keep going, Jeannie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this was a formal occasion, so I had my best suit on. It was 5.33, uh-huh. and I was just straightening my tie. See, he's, like, older. When my phone went off, I'd received a message. That's strange. Why would you have a phone mm. if you think that it never happened? Like, wait, wait, how old is this guy supposed to be? It'll say later, I think. Okay. So, I checked the message. It was from my mum, so British. Mm. Um, It was quite a jumble of numbers and letters, letters, but through the vocabulary stew, I could make out the legible phrase, Please help me. (laughs) (laughs) I I really wanted to get a divorce from your dad. (laughs) Please kill him for it. (laughs) Yeah. It should go without saying that this worried me greatly, so I immediately replied, Are you okay? Just as instantly as I got another I, I got another text which read, Oops, pocket text. Pocket text. What? <laughs> but dialed. Yeah. But dialed you that I'm <laughs> in need of help. Hmm. But exactly the phrase, like, help, like, I don't know. Not, hmm. Okay. I signed, uh, I sighed with relief, and I continued to prepare myself. I don't know what for, but... For, for the night. <laughs> yeah. For the divorce, the oncoming divorce. A few minutes later, I received yet another message, this time from my dad. I checked the text, and once again, it was a massive mixture of letters and numbers with the phrase, please help me. Wow, they really both both hate each other. Yeah. (laughs) Creepy. Uh, Though this was my dad, uh, my dad was always a joker, so I presumed he was just joking around until I sent another text saying, oops, uh... Until I was sent another text saying, oops, pocket text. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of these guys' parents have, like, really malleable butts. Right, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> they're doing something. Yeah. Um, now this sparked panic. Pure unex- 
unmistakable panic. Exactly half a minute passed when I received the exact same message from my sister. This could not be a coincidence. Uh, it just couldn't. It could. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little freaked out now, too. In a state of sheer anxiety, I started to run to the restaurant. I made it about a quarter of the way before I stopped by a police officer. Officer. Uh, main roads closed, he said. Huge car crash. This was the exact moment I realized just what had happened. Oh, no. <laughs> I demand to see the wreckage. A request I'm surprised was allowed. When I got there, it wasn't the remnants of the car that caught my eye, but the flames billowing from the destroyed vehicle. No, I was horrified to see my lifeless corpse of a mother, father, and sister. I asked for the estimated time of their deaths. All three of them were killed instantly by the collision at 5.32. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, like, a minute before he got the text. Oh. Oh. Wait, so that is <laughs> wait, wait. so was it was it a killer? Or did some random loser just like pick up the phones and was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really prank this guy because it was all his, his whole family's dead. Wow, oh, wow, jeez. <laughs> That'd be so sad. <laughs> well, I think it's creepy, but I don't get how it could have been yeah, a monster. I, I, yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. Damn, that was pretty sad. Okay. Are you ready for this one, Jeannie? This is getting a little bit meta. A little bit, a little bit not Halloween-y, but a little bit more science, <laughs> a little bit more science fiction-y. Okay. They told us it was the greatest technological achievement in human history. They told us it would forever change our role on the cosmic stage. Wow, this person's angry. <laughs> they told us it would lead to a golden age of exploration, prosperity, and expansion. Jeannie? This is the title of the whole piece. They were lying. Oh my god, this version has, like, revenge in them. This is, like, the story of 2020. (laughs) Okay. Even after the expenditure of untold billions of dollars on research and development, the world was still shocked when the first positive results came through. Faster than light travel was possible. By establishing certain quantum field configurations, as one does, Engineers successfully caused a spaceship to jump over a million kilometers in a literal instant. It was on that day, supposedly, that humankind's place in the universe was forever changed. We were now a spacefaring civilization. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, so this hasn't happened yet, Jeannie, but this oh, is gonna okay, happen. Okay. Yeah, so get ready. It's coming, like, maybe 30 years or so. We exploded into interstellar space. Bolstered by a sense of global unity, we launched enormous development projects to mine exosolar planets and unveil an untold wealth of resources. This is Elon Musk in 20 years, probably. Mm. We established colonies outside the solar system and built an interstellar confederation. Armed with the jump drive, all distances were equivalent. The tool, This tool fueled an era of growth unparalleled in human history. So far, very nice, right? Yeah, it does not seem creepy at all. Oh, no. Don't worry, though. It's getting there. They told us how the drive worked. A configuration of quantum fields, like I told you before, pushed the ship into alternate layers of space-time, extra dimensions where superluminal transit was possible. They were lying. (laughs) I am a theoretical physicist. I've read their papers. Their theory is bullshit. (laughs) The rant continues. Anybody who has played a badly developed computer game has experienced bugs and glitches. You might be in one room, and suddenly your character jumps to an entirely different location in the virtual world. 
a programming error or oversight has caused the physics, if you will, of the game world to malfunction. For the last ten years, oh again, like the first story, I've carefully studied the mechanics of the jump drive. I can only come to one conclusion. The drive is exploiting glitches in our universe! And they see bunnies. <laughs> yes, the bunny is also a glitch. The physics of faster-than-light travel follows exactly the patterns you would expect if the universe was programmed and the software was glitching. Project Omega, the government research program for investigating superluminal transit, was simply a study of how to exploit these glitches by creating certain specific configurations of fields and particles that would trigger the software bug. Genie, the universe is inside a computer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the pr programming apparently seems similar to that of an open world video game. <laughs> cool. This is so, like, basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. They told us that superluminal travel was becoming ever cheaper and soon would be available to the masses. They told us that the technological components needed to craft the jump drive were exponentially becoming inexpensive. They told us that, in the spirit of Moore's Law, uh, of course, the cost of FTL transit would fall every year. They were lying. <laughs> you are right. The glitches are simply becoming more common, easier to exploit. The bugs are piling up. <laughs> Imagine God just at the computer like, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to restart. Right. <laughs> restart a couple times. The bugs are piling up. I've carefully studied the physics, and I can only come to one conclusion. The software is rapidly, rapidly becoming a corrupted file. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, this does sound like 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Are you ready for us to get uh, command command queued? I'm okay or, with that, honestly. Ready for a force quit? What does uh, command queue do? Uh, it restart. quits. It quits? Yeah. Yeah, re restart might be good, too. Hmm. Oh, and the, the guy who wrote this? All credit goes to Jerry Zompson, who... That's probably his real name, actually. Good job, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, maybe you should write some sci-fi. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if creepy pasta is for you, buddy. Yeah, creepy is not your job. <laughs> okay, let's hear it, Jeannie. Okay, so this one's a blind read. I have not read this. Okay, do you want this to be your last one? Sure. Okay, so. last one. Roommate troubles. I've All had right. Some in my days. <laughs> yeah, I'm already bad roommates. <laughs> I'm already afraid, honestly. Yeah. Okay. This actually happened to me a few years back in the University of Arts in Philadelphia. You could have chose like the most generic name. <laughs> University of Arts? Okay. My sophomore year, I roomed with a girl named Kara. She was a jazz vocalist, but her main... Wait, why are you laughing at that? She probably loves jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, fuck jazz. I mean, it's like, I don't know, I don't know what year it is, but who's a jazz vocalist at a university? Probably like a thousand people, Jean. Okay, sorry, Jazz <laughs> you just Go back in time or something. You've just angered 80% of our listeners. Okay, okay. But her main interest was opera. See, opera I can get behind, because that's, you know, like, you know, like, you can actually do more stuff with all. I don't know. Opera's literally an older thing. <laughs> you've just named an older form of, form of art and a more archaic one. But all I right. Mean, <laughs> I mean, op operas? What are they called? Opera secrets? Yeah. I mean, if they make it into, like, opera and so you get, like, a solid job and it's, like, stable. Okay, anyways, this is besides the fact. Operatives. I think that's what they're Operatives, called. Okay. Operatives. We had a small room on the sixth floor of a dormitory called Juniper Hall. The walls were thin and our last night singing and our voice uh, practices would keep me up late. 
After a month or so of lost sleep, I convinced her to move her last practice to the music studios in the Miriam Theater building a block away. Around 8 o'clock one evening, Kara announced that she would be practicing late for an upcoming recital and probably wouldn't be home until around midnight. Great, I thought. That means I can go to bed early at 8 p.m. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 man. Okay, I'm more yeah. afraid by this girl. <laughs> I was beat. I had a horrible day in acting... I had a horrible day in acting studio. Oh, yeah, so a regular day. Yeah. yeah. And was <laughs> ready to pass out as soon as I had dinner. So, yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> regular day in acting studio. <laughs> Wait till she gets to improv. Yeah. It's just be worse. She said goodnight and left coffee and sheet music in hand. I made some grilled cheese and soup, gobbled it down, <laughs> gobbled it down, okay, sorry, that was a TikTok thing, <laughs> and immediately began to prepare for bed. By the time I got out of the shower, my eyelids were so heavy I could hardly brush my teeth. Mm. I put, pulled on my PJs and crawled into the top bunk bed of our bunk bed. I was out as soon as my head hit the pillow. Damn, that's quick. Yeah. She was. She had a hard day at work at recitals at <laughs> she, rehearsals. Yeah, I guess so. It must have been a really hard day. Yeah. Yeah. I should take a second to describe the layout of our apartment. Okay. When, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> when entering the apartment, the bedroom was through a door immediately to the left. Our bathroom was inside the bedroom, just past bunk beds. You arts <laughs> is a nice in the sense that you don't have to share bath bathrooms. Mm. Anyway, I woke up in this to the sound of the apartment door closing. I opened my eyes and groggily checked my phone. Midnight on the dock. I rolled back over and closed my eyes. I heard Kara enter the room um, and close my eyes. Wait. I heard Kara enter the room and stopped in front of the bunk bed, checking to see if I'm actually asleep. I thought she flopped down on the bed below me, which was strange as she was a stickler for brushing her teeth and washing up before bed. Yeah, it's a little grimy. Yeah. Then again, exams were just around the corner, and we were all... We were... Ale. <laughs> exhausted. Another typo. <laughs> um, the mattress... It's almost <laughs> as if a real author didn't wow. write this. <laughs> it's almost as if they didn't have a publicist and an editor. <laughs> um, the mattress below me creaked, and then there was silence. And then there was silence. Okay. I <laughs> you just got to move past it, Gina. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. Just let it go. I couldn't even hear her breathing. I started to drift off again. Is this girl just dead? I think so. I was just on the edge of deep sleep when I heard, when I was startled awake again by a noise. A key in the lock, the door opening, and Kara entering our apartment, humming an opera tune. The mattress below me creaked. Oh. Oh. Wait, 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 that can't be the end. That's it. Oh, what happened? <laughs> wait, wait, who was it? I feel like it's someone who's drunk. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was probably the drunk guy from across the hall <laughs> who just forgot which room was his. I mean, if it's like a dorm, chances are like all of the rooms are laid out the same way. So like you just go one dorm too early and like mm. you're like drunk and you're like, oh. oh yeah, hey, if, it, if it was a hard day at the, at the studio, I mean... You gotta have at least like you know ten beers. Yeah. Maybe maybe fifty. <laughs> Somewhere in there, yeah. yeah. Um, man, that that's that is pretty spooky though. That might have been the spookiest one yet. Really, you think that was the spookiest one? Well, I mean, I don't have like a super high bar. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. So what I'm thinking though is maybe the reason some of these stories don't like feel complete, why they feel like kind of rushed. I think the person died, you know, before they could actually, like, finish editing them. Wow, that, that like, is, that's a creepy factor. I mean, there's no evidence that this person made it past this next moment. Because maybe it was Whoa. a creeper. 
You have to press publish. Uh, found footage. Or found, uh, <laughs> found writtens. What? Like somebody else published it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like the, the people, somebody found it on the crime scene. Old Jimmy, Jimmy the, the crime investigator found it and was like, ooh, I gotta publish this. Because maybe someone will have some information. Anyways, are you ready for the last, the spookiest okay, story of the day? Spooky. I'm just going to turn this away okay, from you, okay. Jeannie. You don't okay. get to read this one. So everybody at home listening, make sure you're nestled in your covers, you know. Make sure the windows are closed. Make sure you have both your buds in. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that nothing's under your bed. Oh. Or maybe you shouldn't check. Maybe it's too risky. Yeah. This is, and I'm translating here because not all the words here have uh, been spelled correctly. <laughs> The Day of the Blood. How's it spelled? Can I see no. it? No. <laughs> okay, I'll pronounce it correctly. <laughs> today, today of all to blood. <laughs> How did they mess that up? Okay, and I'm going to translate this, because there are a couple, uh, you know, this person might not have been a native English speaker. They might be no more than five-ish years old, <laughs> perhaps. Okay. This is the story of a day where there was all this blood. A man was walking around, and blood started coming out of him everywhere. There was so much blood that it filled up an elevator. He went into the store, and there was all just blood all over the place. Oh, all over the place, that's an exclamation point. People were slipping in it, and they were all grossed out. He tried to go swimming, and all of the sharks went crazy and bitened everybody. Um, I'm not going to translate that. He got chased by all the vampires ever, period. One time, the blood got a kid and a dog. At the end of the day, everyone decided that they would send him to space so that he would stop getting blood everywhere. But then the blood filled up space and everybody got killed. <laughs> the scariest part is that the man was you! <laughs> or... Or he was a lady, if you are a lady. Oh. Wait, does it say that? Yes. <laughs> and you forgot that this happened. Wow. Are you scared? I'm so scared. Because <laughs> I personally am so frightened that I'm bleeding out of multiple orifices. Yeah. This reminds me of that one Black Mirror episode of, like, that girl who, like, wakes up and then, like, um, everyone's trying to kill her, I, th I think it was. Um, mm -hmm. And then... She, like, has to do this every day because she was sentenced to, like, she, like... Yeah, yeah, the someone. bear one, yeah. the white bear. Yeah. Mm. It's like White Bear if it was written by a fucking yeah. child. <laughs> and sharks! <laughs> yeah, and instead of getting chased and killed by people, she just started spraying blood out of her eyes. <laughs> and so much that it filled up space. You know, kudos to whoever wrote this if they were young. You know, like, that's, that's pretty creative. Oh, I totally agree. Um... So, do you want to hear some of the co the comments? Yes, please. Let's see, disclaimer, if you've read the story, you have been successfully traumatized for life. <laughs> I don't understand why everyone is saying they were the man with all the blood. The, the story clearly states it was me. <laughs> That's a funny one. <laughs> and it keeps going on for, oh, like, that one 30 more big. comments. Yeah. So, happy Halloween, Jeannie. Halloween. That's the first time I said that today. <laughs> I know. I, I it took me it took me until at least noon to remember that it was Halloween. Yeah. But I hope that everybody at home found something spooky to do with their night. Um, even if that involves, you know, like uh, watching scary movies. 
watching scary movies, you know, maybe threatening your roommate with a knife. Oh, yeah. Like, they might not like you in the next day, but... You're, you're stuck with them, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to live with you, because they can't leave quarantine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they are stuck with you. They have to pay rent, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Whatever. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so soon. Thank you.